What's going on? What's going on? This is Jonathan. Welcome to my first vlog slash podcast, whatever you want to call it. I'm talking about my blog, Black People Must Be Perfect, part one. This is off my blog site. I just started a little while ago. I'm just building it up. Uh, you can find my blog site at blackinamerica.com. You place the C with the K in America, and that will be where you can find my uh, blog piece at. Got a couple on there. I'm at about four right now. I'm working on my fifth one and my sixth one. So today's show, I got two guests with me. Both of them are close friends of mine. They're both intellectual. We think alike, but we also think differently. For the, uh, my co-host, I got my man Blair. And for my first guest, I have my close friend Deshaun. And, um, you know, I, I picked these two guys for a reason. <laughs> for a reason. So, you know, Blair, I mean... Why I pick you as my co-host? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I know you for, what, 20, 20 some years now? 21, yeah, 22 yeah, years? Yeah. Time. Been through a lot. Yeah. And, um... A lot of road trips. Definitely. <laughs> and you're one of the only people I can have really deep conversations about, like, issues in black America right. or just black people in the world, period. Okay. And at the same time, we think alike, we think differently. And I need that balance. Mm. I need that balance. I don't want no yes man. You've never been a yes man. Right. But at the same time, you see me, but at the same time, you can disagree with me, but we still going to end up on the same path at the end of the Disagreement day. Disagreement is necessary. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. So um, that's that's why you're my co-host. That's why you're my co-host. <clears throat> I mess with that. I mess with that. Now, what I want to ask you is why the blog and the vlog? Like, why? So... In this day and age, everybody's on social media. And I think it's a little disappointing and crazy that some of the people that have the largest followings don't be talking about anything. True. They they don't really have the knowledge on certain subjects, but for some reason people actually like listen to them and follow them. And I and then when I speak sometimes on social media, when I make my little comments on posts or just debating people and, and just in live, real life, people come at you with all kind of just like information that's not accurate or that's like doesn't sound good or just like just something just to like their false reality somehow they're going to make reality right and i just got tired i just it was too much energy for me to just keep battling people about like what is what and what isn't and right. i write i read books stuff i often discuss i've known for a long time i study for a long time so i'm not just speaking just because so i just got tired of arguing with people about the stuff that's not like it's like you just arguing with people that watch fox news all day right <laughs> And me, I study. Mm-hmm. I'm an educated. I'm an educated person. I don't know it all, but I know enough. Right. And I felt the blog was a way to just not only like educate people, but if you want to like have a healthy debate with me, you're going to actually come at me with some substance right. because you're not just going to type anything on a blog site or you're not just going to send me anything because you're like, I seen what this guy said. Mm-hmm. I might not, you don't have to agree with everything I said. I don't want people to agree with everything I said if, if you don't feel like it. Right. But at the same time, you're going to be like, yo, he wrote a lot. <laughs> it seemed pretty accurate. Yeah, he had yeah, some facts yeah. in there. So I need to come back at him with some substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when you, and people have to start doing that, they don't necessarily, they don't necessarily come at you as quickly they as they would as if it's like Facebook like you say something they say something right. you say something they say something are you arguing and you over talking each other <laughs> so other than like I did want it to be educational too I didn't just want it to be somebody to like find something wrong with what I said just debate me mm-hmm. but a lot of people just don't know a lot of people just want to be educated at the end of the day right. a lot of people just don't want to always debate you some people out there is thirsty, thirsty for that knowledge exactly just looking to learn right right so that, that was the main reason I decided to start the blog and why I'm doing this is because unfortunately a lot of people don't like to read so <laughs> at the same time and I'm not mad at them I'm not yeah, mad yeah. but at the same time I feel like I can still reach them mm-hmm. I can still reach them like this yeah. and it's unique because it's going to be different people talking about the same piece right. so it's going to be different angles that people are going to be able to see and that's why I decided to do the vlog on top of the vlog alright next question why pick Deshaun as your first guest it's easy easy answer Deshaun is highly intellectual Deshaun um, is a director. Uh. He's a very, very talented actor. Uh. He's a producer. He's a musician, 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 a pastor. I mean, he's all—he's an all-around talented intellectual intellectual person. Yeah. 
Why wouldn't I pick him? And on top of that, he wrote a very, very good play, American Tree. Mm. And it spoke about racism. And what I like about The Shine and why I feel like he could be a balance for both of us is that he knows how to uh, speak about racism in a way that is without so much feelings in it. And I, I don't know if you may take that negative, but a lot of times when we may speak about racism or race in America, a lot of us get really emotional, passionate. But I, I like you as the balance because if somebody get lost with me and Blair, they're going to follow you. They're going to follow you. They might need a dictionary uh-huh. to follow you, <laughs> but they're definitely going to follow you. They're definitely going to follow you. Me and Blair, we get passionate, you know, and, and we start getting, like, talking sometimes, like, out there, like, yeah. people like, yo, what's going on with yeah, them two? But you, yeah. he would definitely, he'll bring us back. More balance. Right. Yeah. He, he's going to definitely reach people that's like, um, I don't, I don't, Got Urban Dictionary. Let me listen to <laughs> what Deshaun Gandy said. Not saying you can't speak Urban Dictionary too, I got you, I got but you but your English, the words you can, the words look, you had to score eight hundred in the SATs. Well, back in the day, it was, was sixteen hundred for us. So anybody younger, the sixteen hundred is the highest they went back in the day. Yeah, right. eight hundred was perfect. So he probably got eight hundred on the other English part. But no, no, this this is why I had to pick Deshaun. That's why I had to pick Deshaun. Um, he's definitely going to be like, I just believe in balance. I don't believe in having yes people. And Deshaun is also not a yes person. So it, it's so much, I felt like different angles, there's agreements among us, a lot of agreements among us, but at the same time, there might be minor disagreements or big disagreements. But at the end of the day, we're going to know what we really, we're all on the same page about racial issues in America mm-hmm. and, and race in America. So um, and I'm sorry, and I just want to give you an opportunity because, like I just said, you do a lot. So I want to give you an opportunity. You just started your own blog. So please, you know, promo yourself. <laughs> um, well, I just started, as Jonathan just said, I just started my own blog. Um, they live on um, on a website um, that I just started, myancestrychronicles.com. Um, it's called Front, Front Porch Stories, The Recipe of Me. And um, just just... You know, um, talking about my journey uh, of discovery um, as a genealogist and as a family history, uh, and just how that was even peaked, uh, sitting on front porches with my uh, great grandparents and my grandparents with a pot belly stove out there sometime in the wintertime, and and just the stories they would tell. In the south, uh, yeah, in the, in the south, south. Yeah. and. And up here in oh, okay. Jersey, too. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And just the stories that they would tell of their parents, of their childhood, of their grandparents, and, and all that just piqued my interest. So, you know, just just that journey of discovery of, of who I am and, and why I am who I am. And, and, and just to inspire others um, to join on that discovery, um, you know, that journey of discovering, you know, oneself, too. You know, the recipe that makes an individual who he is um, and, and, you know, and, and, and who we are together because it's not just individually but collectively. Right. So that's kind of the stuff I talk about. Where can they find your blog? Um, on myancestrychronicles.com. All right. That's what's up. That's All what's right. up. Now, let's get to the bone gristle. Let's get to the gristle. Let's do it. <clears throat> Black people need to be perfect. Part one. Part one. <laughs> what was your take this show? <sighs> well... It was really good. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I read part one and part two, and I read part one. I, I read. I I must have read it about three times within the last couple of weeks, uh, just because there was so much in there. And when I saw the title, my initial reaction was, "Why do we have to be perfect? Why are we putting that that pressure on ourselves? Shouldn't that onus be on?" on society and on white people, you know, um, why do we put that pressure on ourselves to feel that we have to be perfect? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was from that standpoint when I went into the article and then just reading the article, it was just so genuine, so real um, that, you know, it, it put me, it, it, it kind of put me in the place where I am and it opened up my eyes to see well, you know why you have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, you know, unless there's a great paradigm shift, this is where you are. This is where you live. And this is how you have to survive. Yes. You know, so and, and you know, uh, some of the things that you brought out in the article was was really good. And it, it made me move from just seeing that, you know, because I always grew up hearing, um, 
you know, black people have to be twice as better as, as white people. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, and, and for a long time, you, you hear it so much, it becomes, you know, just a platitude. Mm -hmm. But reading the, the, the article, um, it was more than just a platitude. I mean, the, that phrase is more than just, you know, you know, just some kind of um, moral phrasing, you know, that we give out. And, and it's been given out so many times that it, it kind of, you know... Um, weakens itself it's still strong it's still powerful and it's still truthful mm -hmm. you know uh and and i just like some of the things that you brought out one of the things that uh really um is, is when you make certain statements and then you throw the statements out there to the audience you say just take a minute and think about it and I think that's really good because I think sometimes we hear things and we and we already have, you know, these canned responses and we want to go right into those canned responses. But if you just some of the objections that you bring, some of the realities that you bring up, if you just stop and just think about it. It's like, wow, it's true. You know, um, one of them uh, you, you were talking about where um, black people are are judged, you know, by one by one black person's actions, you know, uh, uh, society judges all black people. Mm -hmm. You know, as as if black people are a monolith. Mm -hmm. You know, as, as if you know, as if you know, this is if one black person is is in the store uh, cursing out, you know, a salesperson. Mm -hmm. That's what all black people do. Mm -hmm. All see, oh, that's all black people. All mm -hmm. black people go into the store. If they don't get their way, they're gonna curse you out. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just mm -hmm. like, ah, man, come on. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Um, just those kind of things, you know, that you brought out, you know, it's just, it's, it's just truisms and it just made me think, you know. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad it, it was, I wanted it to be deep. Mm -hmm. I didn't want it to be complicated, but I wanted it to be deep. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you were able to see a lot of that and connect a lot of that. Because when I write that, I don't want people to miss that. Right. I don't want right. people to miss that. And I'm glad you were able to connect that. Right. So. What about you, Blair? What you, what do you, what did you get out of it? What do you think about it? Now, my answer may be a little bit different. But I had a chance to uh, dig through a, a bit this morning. And as I'm reading it, and I read all four posts, and I'm thinking to myself, this is very necessary, everything you're saying. Mm. But not as a slight, and catch me on this, mm. I thought it was typical. And I say typical because it's stuff that we've been going through, like 40, 40, 47. Mm -hmm. So it's it's... You're, you're speaking to the choir on this one. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the points that you bring up didn't really hit me in so much in, in, in so much to say that uh, it's normal. It's everyday life. You're telling me everything that I already know. Now, for an audience that might be uh, digesting it, yeah, you bring a breath of fresh air. Mm. And it's necessary. And But you don't bring it in a way that's uh, uh, it's, it's abrasive. You, you bring it in, you you hammer it home, but it's easy for outside people to pick it up. We had a we had a conversation, what, a week ago or so? And you mentioned that the people, you, you're getting a lot of uh, responses from people across the U.S. and some outside of the yeah, U.S. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's where where it's needed mm -hmm. because a lot of people look at us like we said we're, we don't act as a monolith and because of that people have to uh hmm, how do i articulate this we're not we're not all a monolith we're not all angry in the store we're not all you know cursing person people out things of that nature so they have to come see the opposite side they have to see the intellectual side they have to see the the militant side but they have to see it in a way where we soften the blow in mm. order for you to digest what we're going to tell you mm. so you can understand bring come into our world understand where we're coming from where we don't look like the angry person the the the, the belligerent person oh, can i can you do us a, a favor then can you um define what you put in the article in terms of black people need to be perfect. So basically, you touch upon it. You touch upon like one of the the key points I want. I, I I was speaking about in the article when you said if one black person goes in the store and curses somebody out, you ever been embarrassed for other people? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if other other different groups of of, of ra or different race of people yes. are necessarily embarrassed for other people like we are. Right, right. right. 
Um, because we are, we understand that we are a reflection of all of us. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I I had to say that because, and to go to your point, this this piece, this piece, black. That's why I wrote "Black People Must Be Perfect" Part One and a Part Two. Mm-hmm. Part Two was Part One is particularly for non-black people. Yeah. Part Two was for us. Yes. Part yeah. Two was for us. Yes, I can see that. But getting back to Part One, it's for people to understand their thought about how they view us. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because we hear like you can you can have ten of us walking down the street. Mm. And then two, two out of ten of us is sagging. Mm. The only ones they will see more than likely is the ones that sag. Exactly. Yeah. And I said this to go back, just to go back a little bit, is that I feel the pressure is on non-black people to justify us going what we're going through by identifying those outliers. Mm-hmm. It's it's like you can just be doing something like doing something well. You be around hundred black people, everybody doing something well, doing something well. Then you just meet ten. And all of a sudden, it's like, see, that's why mm-hmm. they can't get this. That's why they can't do that. So, so black people needing to be perfect is um, the majority of black people, uh, or, or black people as a whole, needing to uh, overcompensate yeah. for those black people who are not meeting um, the so, standard the of white norms, people, yeah. the social norms. Yep. You yeah. know, so uh, okay, yeah. I mean, um, even when I watch the news, you know, you know, I, I, you know, my wife and I were sitting there and we're watching the news, and something happens, Say, you I know, hope, and I we're hope, going, oh my god, I, I hope, hope they're not black. I hope they're not black. I hope they're not black <laughs> because because it's it's not just that black person. It's not just that person right. on on that news right. broadcast who did that particular crime or right. or, 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 or or that thing. Yeah. it's like if he's black, he's all of us. Yeah, and, all of us. yeah. and they're going, and then you're gonna hear people say, look. They're going to use that one example, even though it may come on TV a couple of times a night to different black people. They can't, I feel people can't wait to be like, boom. They out here robbing people. They out here shooting people. It's it's the the black on black crime thing that it goes back to. So when you go to work, you have to overcome whatever whatever last night news showed. You need to go to work and you need to show them that yeah. That's not me, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. and and, and so, pressure. Yeah, so that's that's pressure, and and to to address what Blair was saying, I felt that I needed that first article because <laughs> some way somehow I had kind of shifted from that, right? Which you said, which was like you know preaching to the choir for you. I need to be reminded of that. Like, you mm. know, you, you know, you said it was written for the non-black. Right. And somehow I I fell into that category where I needed to hear that. Okay. okay. You know, which is interesting because I'm just like, well, you know, Deshaun is 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 woke. Right. You know, and, but yet Deshaun wasn't that woke because I needed that article, right. which was written for non-blacks. Like I need to be reminded. I need to be refreshed yeah. of 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 I mean, and and you know, it's I mean, we operate like robots because we like. That's what said, I think it is, man. We're so, numb. We're numb to the situation. Now. Yeah, like I said, it's old. It's like it's something that we've lived all our lives, mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. constantly told it, but it becomes a norm. So, like you're saying, when we were growing up, black people got to work twice as hard. Mm. To us, that's that means nothing. Yeah. Like at this point in our lives, mm-hmm. that means nothing. That just, you know, that's what, that's we, what do. we do. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I can see why you would think like I'm. Everything's like you gotta be mindful of how you speak when you go to certain environments yeah, yeah. because that's just how we do. That's how we do. You know, dressing a certain, when you, you dress a certain way, depending on what environment you are. Code be, switch. Right. right. The co- thank you. Code switching. That's just what automatically what we do. Mm-hmm. So, it becomes to him preaching in the choir, but to you, it, it, to, it was both for me, right. but it also did remind me like every once in a while, like, yo, like, I can't believe I'm, I'm conforming. <laughs> yeah. You start, like, you conform. Yeah. Yeah. You conform, so even though you're preaching to the choir, to your point, yeah, I'm conf- I didn't realize I was conforming to this. Right. Or I, I can't believe this is just everyday thing for me now. Like, at what point did this happen? Even though I know better, yeah. even though yeah. I want to do different, you know, when I when I call to somebody, I'm gonna be like, yo, I got I gotta call somebody. I gotta call somebody. Hold on. Hi, yes, uh, this is Jonathan. <laughs> I'm calling about this issue I'm having. Um, it, so at the same time, I'm like, wait, what, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Because there's a reason. Because the tendency is, if that person on the other end of the line is, is for the most part, if, if he or she is not 
a black person, we feel because of because of history that I'm going to be judged Jesus. some way. I'm yeah. going to be judged because Fact. they're going to know the tone of my voice. That, oh, he's black. They're Fact. going to know by my name he's black. And if he or she is black, then he or she is somehow um, less than. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah. Yeah, That's what yeah. it comes they down get, to. They get snippy with you on the yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. Don't think you less than. They yeah. don't think you less than. So you have to you have to carry yourself in a manner that presents to them that I am not one of them. I am not that ghetto person. I'm intelligent. I have a college degree. So I'm going to talk to you like this because I need you to take me seriously and I need you to separate me from that ghetto trash. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm just saying no, what a lot of us are thinking it's in our head right. when we're talking like right. that. We're not saying that, but in our head, that's what our brain is saying. How many times in my head have I made that call and be like, thank God my name is Blair? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, I could get away with that. I can smooth roll into the conversation and then I don't sound threatening at all. Like, yes. Yes. What about you, Deshaun? Because your name is Deshaun. Yeah. I I have no way around it with my name. And to be honest with you, if, you know. You feel the pressure to, like, not prove you're Deshaun. You know, like, do you have the pressure of proving because if somebody... I have the pressure of proving that I'm not who you think a Deshaun is. Mm-hmm. But how do you... Once again, how we know that's not... All the other Deshauns is Deshaun, but why am I thinking it's just you? Like, what am I thinking? That's the conundrum, bro. Like, that's the... That's the, that's the struggle. That's the everyday struggle where sometimes you wake up and you go, you know what? Why I gotta be on us? Why we always gotta feel that pressure of trying to figure out how you trying to figure me out so I'll know how to adjust, you know, so I won't be offensive. So, you know, so it's like you're... you're Even though you're offended. Yeah. Even though you're offended, Even right. you got to worry about them being offended. Right. Look I'm, at so, all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look at the gymnastics that we have to go through on a daily basis and we just do it like it's nothing. Yeah. And we still aren't seen in a favorable light. No. We still, and I, I didn't mean to cut you off because I know you, you was actually getting deep into it. And you was getting excited, so yeah, I just I just wanted to point that out because I get it. Like you don't want you don't want them to think like all the Shans are like the Deshaun they may have in their head. Right. But at the end of the day, you can just be oh that's that one Deshaun I met. Right. But the next time that's I meet a Deshaun, Deshaun, I'm not going to still think oh because I met Deshaun who was polite, articulate that this Deshaun is going to be the same. And, and so is so is there a point of really trying to prove you're not the Deshauns? Is it, I'm just, is there a point of proving that? Because uh, you're trying to be perfect. You're trying to be perfect. And, and, and I think that where it brings me to sometimes is me trying to be perfect. And this is the line. This is that... Walk us through your frustration. This bro. is that nebulous watermark, you know, me trying to be perfect, am I saying that it's not okay to be black? And not my definition of black, but your definition of black. But why do I but 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 why do you have the privilege to define what black is? You know what I mean? So it, it's always like it's always this unraveling of yourself, of who you are. It doesn't stop. And it's just like, my God, can I just catch my breath for a minute? Right. You know, mm-hmm. and just be me? Right. And, and 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 why does me having to be me have to be something that's offensive to you and it's not even a real me that you have in your head? It's a straw man. You know, it's, 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 it's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's, it's whatever stereotype that media, um, the news, whatever, society has generated about black people as a whole. Right. You know, like the, right. the, um, the black... Um, Ethnic notions, you know, that they had, you know, back in the day with the little... For the uh, audience who don't know, expand on that. Th- those little um, things that they had um, where you see, like, the little figurines and it was, like, you know, a black guy, you know... Um, eating watermelon or big lips. Eating a watermelon, big lips. Yeah. You know, the black guy standing out there in a, in a jockey suit holding the light yeah. on somebody's front lawn and yeah. whatnot, stuff like yeah. that. You know, those were uh, subservient roles or or stereotypical roles, and 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 they became a way of of creating this notion in society's mind of who black people were. Right. You know, who you know, this is what that ethnic group is. They're this. They're that. You right. know. So we weren't allowed to define ourselves. So even trying to be perfect it's like whose definition am i am i trying to be perfect for Mm, me or you Mm. (laughs) you know okay i didn't even look at that i didn't even look at it like that who are you trying to be perfect for so it's crazy pressure man 
And that's why sometimes I feel like, you know what? Enough is enough. The onus is on you. Mm. But then, but then, like, but yeah. then in this society, like, you, it's only what so far you're going to get right. because, you know, we're not the powers that be. We're, we're right. conditioned to play in the game. Right. Right. Because right. that's the only game there is to play right. sometimes, you right. know? No, you're right. At the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, we yeah. have to connect with them at some point. Right. But not a black people, we got to connect with them at some point. Yeah. Um, but Blair, let me ask you a question. Hmm. Um, curious to pick your brain about this. So I, I started it off and I and I touched upon the black on black crime because I, I honestly believe that non-black people in America, for the most part, know that racism is, is real. It's there. And I honestly feel that most people in America, even though they admit it, no black people get treated the worst. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they will indirectly let you know that. Right. But even though a lot of people will try to sometimes say that, you know, everybody faces discrimination, everybody faces this and that. I honestly feel most people, no black people get treated the worst in America. Yeah. In the world, period. But yeah. in America, um, and they will use the excuse. So when something happens, like a black man is killed, an unarmed black man is killed by the police, yeah. they will say, oh, what about black on black crime? Mm-hmm. Break up Chicago. Because, you know, everybody's always talking about Chicago shootings and whatnot. Like, every black person lives in Chicago. But they will bring up Chicago. Yeah. So how do you separate, basically, or do you, or let me ask this, do you even agree that People do that so they sleep better at night. So they won't have to acknowledge like, yo, black people deserve better. Maybe I am hard on black people myself. Maybe collectively black people do need reparations. They do need some type of uh, fair game, fair game by the government or or independent uh, companies. Do do you think that people kind of put those things out there, those, those things that happen to us that's pushed, but that's not the majority of us. The black on black crime, which studies show that every race commits crime within their within race. The vicinity. Uh, every, they, yeah, people they inflict live. harm on the people that they live close to. Because of segregation. And to answer your question, hell yeah. Because um I think that it's uh it's a narrative that they have to feed. Because um I do personally, I think there's an agenda. And so in order to feed upon that agenda, whatever the that may be like I, I don't want to name it because it's deeper than it's deeper than rap. But there's an agenda to like get people going. So yeah, they have to tell each other that black on black crime exists in order to deal with us accordingly. Um, Jane Elliott proved uh, with her experiments that yeah, uh, white folks and all other folks know that racism is apparent, especially in America. Because um, there was a, uh, she, she does the, uh, what is it, the eye test, the brown eye test, mm-hmm. where um, basically, basically to, to break it down in layman's terms, where the, the white kids are separated, separated from the melanin kids, and because they have the, uh, the blue eyes and all of that stuff, she treats them in the same manner that we're treated in society every day. And so one of her, one of her uh, lectures I caught, she had everybody in the auditorium, and she basically asked, you know, if uh, one of you guys had to be black for a day, who would? And that. no one raised their hands. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, they'll do it because... And they're cool with it in that moment because it's only a moment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they get the... After everything is done, after the experiment's done, okay, whew, we went through that. That was a cool experience. They hop in their car and they go back to their regular lives. So, yeah, it's 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 an agenda. And so, therefore, they have to have that narrative in order to sleep at night. What's the agenda? Peacefully. Yes. And go back to business the next day. So when you immediately read that, you you got where I was going with it. Totally. Oh okay. god. Totally. I just, I just want to make yeah. Sure. Every time, every time we turn on the news, like they have to, they have to put that in there. Like you know, you're watching the news every night, like we were saying earlier. When something happens, you know, you hope he's not black. And then, and if he is black, they're gonna tell you. They're gonna show you the mugshot. <laughs> like you know, they they have to they have to figure it out. They have to investigate. And then you know it's not a black person. And then they take a step investigate. Right, and to take a step further, even when the black person dies. Because, yeah, like, and, they, and they're gonna paint you up like you know, they're gonna pay child support. Past. Right, they're gonna they're take it to your past. Gonna, I got pulled over in New York. Uh, I used to drive for Uber, and I got pulled over in New York in Brooklyn late night, and we were talking about this in the car. And uh, the first thing I thought about was like, yo, I put on Facebook like, yo, if I die tonight, it's because I got pulled over. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's always a narrative, and every and 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 yeah. So it, even if it, even if you were to die, like at, even if you were to die, like for example, like mm. George Floyd, like these men who were unarmed, killed by the police, mm. they dig their past and and say, you know stick it to what you're saying about the gender. Not sure if I know exactly what your gender you're talking about, but I think I do. Yeah. Um, or somewhat. It it take it makes you look less human. Yeah. So it's like even if you died and you didn't deserve to die, it's like well we'll find yes. this this and that to say that well if they had this past maybe this would have happened this this person died but look what they did in the past it's like dang so you have to be perfect like right. you can't have nothing like I got to have a perfect life so if I get killed by the police they can say like well okay you know what. He has no dirt on him, so maybe he didn't deserve this. Right. And that's the deeper thing that I was alluding to. Like, it's mm. the propaganda of it. Mm. Like, they have to, they have to play with the psychology. Mm. Like, you know, you could be, you know, and I'm thinking in my head while I'm while I'm pulled over, like, yo, my past is squeaky clean. I ain't got nothing on my record. Like, I'm, all of this stuff is racing through my head. They have to play with the psychology of the people that are watching in mm. order for them to feel good about, okay, that happened. People, some might boohoo, some might, you know, yeah, he deserved it. But in order to return to business the next day, they have to feed that narrative. Minimize your character. Yes. Yeah. So then the question becomes, what happens, I mean, because this is the agenda of propaganda, what happens when that narrative gets assumed in some degree by black people? Where we start looking at other black people, so uh, so, so 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 I'm asking I, the, the pressure of, of of needing to be perfect is 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 not only coming from them or, mm-hmm. or outside you know forces you know outside subgroups, but it's also coming from within us you know and 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 and, and there's two parts to that. There's two parts to that because we know that we're not who you are so we put the pressure upon ourselves to be better to 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 kind of change your image of us but then sometimes that narrative that they hold of us we assume enough of it to where we go yeah that black dude deserved that man he well, should have been better than that for me for me that that kind of that that operates differently like uh some of some we know some of the dirt in house mm-hmm. so you know you know um not not to say that some people deserve what they're getting, like absolutely not. But you you kinda you kinda know if uh this person right here and you know he's dirt, whatever that whatever he's doing, there might have been a situation where it might have, you know, it, it it happened to him because it might have played out that way as opposed to like, you know, oh, accidentally I'm nervous right now, so I'm pulling out my gun, sit you shoot you six times. Like, you know, where they where they where they do that at. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we we as a people, we can understand the dirt that goes on in-house. But we're not don't we, we don't display that outside. Like I mean, that. well well, I guess that what I'm 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 trying to ask is that yeah. because all black people don't think alike. Right. We could bring another black person and, and have him be a part of this discussion. And his standpoint could be, well, black people, why don't you all just get your stuff together? Right. Just just, just get yourselves together, you know? And that's why we need to be perfect because we're trying to overcompensate for all of you uh, Negroes, right. you know, who, who who aren't on the up and up. And right. you need to get yourself together. And you know, you actually fools have been conditioned. You're actually, <laughs> yeah, you're actually talking about part two. Yeah. Part two, actually, part two actually focuses uh-huh. on it. exactly. Part two, but you, yeah, you're right on the money about that. But let, let me let me lead into this because it's been something that's really been bothering me for uh-huh. a while. And at this point, everybody in America knows about the term Karen. <laughs> and for anybody who just for some reason don't know what Karen is, K A R E N Karen. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is a term that at this point has been picked up by. Americans as a white woman who is being extra or being caught being caught being racist using derogatory terms towards a black person or a Latina person, Latino, Latino communities, Asian communities. Um, that's the term that they're giving white women. Um, but I, I'm really bothered by this. And I briefly spoke about this in, in my blog. And why I'm bothered about it is because it's a reverse of what we just spoke about. Mm-hmm. So I would say since Donald Trump, let's just go just to keep it fair. 
Because I know how some people feel about Obama. Some people love Obama, so they might not hear what I'm trying to say. So it's, I know a lot of people are not too crazy about Donald Trump, but he did a lot of votes. But I'm going to say, because everybody said they saw more racism as Donald Trump was in office, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, let's think about how many clips came out on social media and in the news about these Karens that just been going crazy on people in public. It's, it's, it's been a bunch, right? But how come that is accepted as just only those white women are like that? How come is how come they get identified as Karens as not just as those white women or these white women are behaving in a certain manner? As I stated in my blog, majority of white women voted for Trump. Right. Mm-hmm. Why? You know, why? why? I, we can debate all day the real reason why, but many of us feel because he promoted a uh, racist agenda. Um, the reverse, so, so for me, I, it was, I'm bothered by it because it goes back to what we were saying earlier. So one black person does something, they're going to be like, look, see? See, that's how they are. One black person says something, one black person messes up at the job, two black people mess up at the job, but there's 30 black people working there. That Those 10% are going to be like, yo, they're lazy. They're lazy. You know, like, they won't, they won't acknowledge the other ones. And even if they do have the other ones that work hard, they'll be like, but she got an attitude. <laughs> she got an attitude. Oh, he he's he has a deep voice. He he walks like he's trying to intimidate people. So even if there are some, they'll still find something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Feel, and people can disagree with me, that's fine, but this is our reality. That's what they're looking for. Something. This is our reality, right. So to get back to my point, I feel some type of way because, and this, this goes to several white men who open up uh, fire in public places and kill several people all at one time. Oklahoma, Oklahoma City bombing. Before 9-11, that was like the biggest terrorist act in America before right. 9-11. Yeah, yeah. And my thing is I get frustrated, but I'm, I'm going to focus more on the Karen because there's a name for that. We, we, there's no name right now uh, that I know of for uh, white men who, who uh, commit domestic violence. Mm-hmm. But for everybody being on the same page, Patriot. Huh? Patriot. Patriot? Patriot? Yeah. Oh, I learned something new. Okay, look. Well, I mean, that, that, I mean that's the term being thrown around y'all now. Y'all both said it. Y'all both said it. Yeah, so, that's, okay. That's in the news now. They're that, called that, Patriots. That Bundy shit. Yeah. Oh, look. Okay, so boom. We got the Karens. We got the Patriots. Boom. <laughs> why, why do they get a separate category when we see the actions of them over and over and over and over again? I feel like it's saying... No, wait, please, not all white people are like that. And I'm not saying all people are, are not all white people are like right, any type right, of way. Right. But my point is that they say when a couple black people do something, they're all like that. Right. right. That's how all the communities are. That jumps with the narrative. Like, but it's the opposite mm-hmm. when it comes to white people. Right. That's just, no, those are Karens. Yeah. Those are, what, what is your, any one of y'all can answer. What is y'all like, I, I'm, I'm, me, it, it bothers me. It bothers me because it just, to me, blatantly shows the racism. And I don't think people consciously are aware of what they do when they when they say, oh, that's Karen. Look at Karen. But they say, look at that nigga. Right. Look at that community. Look at all of them. Right. And, and, and I want to even factor in how much we fought just to get the little bit we have mm-hmm. and how others have things just <laughs> given to them, presented to them. Yeah. And, and and once again, for the audience who's going to disagree or who's just stuff given, do history. There's been plenty of government uh, 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 act. There was been plenty of policies, uh, legislative acts, everything that helped a lot of people in this country. And I say white people in this country to get to where they are. It's mm-hmm. factual information. Look it up. Yeah. Redlining, yes. the New Deal Act, right. Right. World War, right. World War. Um, oh my God, I can't talk. GI, the GI Bill, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So anyhow, so back to what I'm saying. So we deal with stuff and we still don't get it passed. So talk to me about like what what is y'all take on that? Well, it's the it's, it's like it feeds back into what I was saying before. It's the narrative, the fact that they control the media. So they can say what they want about us and they can say what they want about theirs. Right, but why do we but how why do we get sucked up to that? Why are we not why are we not saying that's not Karen? Stop calling her Karen. That's a white woman being racist. And as we constantly have been seeing on social media for the past three, four, five years. Right. Why are we not saying? So even black people, I feel, are are going with it. We're laughing. Black people are like, oh, look at that Karen. Yo, we got a Karen. Yo, Karen on social media. Ha <laughs> Karen about to lose her job. Like, 
we feed into that. So do we even notice ourselves that we are saying, like, kind of go back to what you're saying? I don't saying? think we notice it. No, I, I don't think we notice it. And, and somehow, like, th- that's the thing that, I, I, that, that I'm saying, where somehow that narrative has been bought by us. Some elements of it has, has, has been, you know, we've assumed it. And, and, you know, and that's the agenda of propaganda, of psychological warfare, is, is, is that kind of stuff, you know, that gets somehow ingrained into a people where, you know, where you're able to do those kind of things, you know, and, and instead of offsetting that and saying, you know what, here's the real deal. When Karen did that, we could have easily said, as black people, we could have easily said, see, that's how all white women act. But we don't do that. Right. And we don't do that. And and you, and I hope you see, and, and you approve of how just and fair that is. So why can't we get that same just and mm. fair treatment? Mm. You know, it's just, it's just one of those things where, wow. you know. I, honestly, I'm, I'm, I, I, honestly, I never really thought about it like that. I, I'm dead serious. Maybe I thought of something similar, but... That last part, I, I don't really think I ever thought about, like, why don't y'all, wow. Yeah, I, I don't, wow. But, but that's the part of me that, that's the part of me that sometimes says, no, this is, no I'm tired of playing this game for y'all. I'm, I'm tired of, 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 of hopping on one foot. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of Simon Says and stuff like that. No, the onus is no longer on me. Today I'm waking up and I'm just being me. The onus is on you. Mm. But it goes back to how far is that going to get you? In America, right? <laughs> you know, in fact, in, in, in the world, right? You know, right. How, how far is that going to get you? You know, yeah. so it's kind of like this ugh, that we live in. It's a cold know? game. It's a dirty game. Yeah. So, so at this point, like, at this point, like, what needs to be done in order to sort of like break that black people got to be perfect. Like what? Like what needs to be done? As a man, that's all about solutions, Joe. I can honestly say, right now, I don't know. That that has to be. Let's say, about. let's say, let's say, next ten years. Yeah. Let's say somebody comes to us. Let's say, let's say Biden. Right. He comes to us, and he says, "Guys, you know, I'm trying to, you know, work on this issue in America, the racism, and I, I need to know, like." I I, I I understand where you're coming from about feeling the need to be perfect. And I want to, like, somehow try to fix this issue. What, what do you suggest within the next 10 years can uh, change the image of people so that you don't feel the pressure of having to be perfect all the time? Like, what would you... What would you say? And forget Biden. It's just somebody... Yeah, like, yeah. I, make believe somebody yeah, yeah, I, I said, say, like, gave you one mic for the whole mm-hmm. world to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I often give this answer to that kind of, of, of question, that kind of a question that's um, more often than not has come to me. And I, I really, black people for the most part, do not like the answer that I give. But, you know, um, I'm still thinking through the answer myself. So I'm, I'm not, you know, um, placing my flag there, but it can't be legislated. The, 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 the mm. solutions to the problem is not in legislation. Mm. It's it's in here's the problem with people have with me is it's, it's in the people's hearts need to be changed. Mm-hmm. So then the question becomes, how do you change people's hearts? Mm-hmm. And that just takes me into a whole different direction as a pastor that we're not going to get into in this platform. You know, I mean, but 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 because at the end, Preach. so in other words, at the end of the day, I'm saying I don't think it'll change. Mm. I don't think it'll change in as much as mm. it will be completely done away with. Mm. Mm. So you're saying like even our grandkids and great grandkids are gonna still be perfect. The same thing. Yeah. Wow. It may look it it, it may look different. It, it, it may be painted a different color, mm-hmm. but it's at the end of the day, it's gonna be the same type of thing. You know, it just always manifests itself differently. Mm. You know. And, and I think that's one of the things that I tried to bring out in the play that I did in American Tree, mm-hmm. you know, with showing this 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 uh, two generation family and how one was in slavery and then emancipated, and the second generation 
was born free and now is going, you know, and, and, and went through reconstruction, but now is entering into Jim Crow, mm -hmm. you know, and they just have two different ways of looking at the same system mm -hmm. by the same people because mm -hmm. the same people who held them in slavery mm -hmm. 12 years later mm -hmm. were this, you know, after they were emancipated were the same people who said, all right, let's just do it differently now instead of calling it slavery, let's just call it Jim Crow. Mm -hmm. You know, they called it a different name, but right. it's the same it's thing. The it's same, the same right. game, but we're trying to figure out how to jump rope to it. You know, is it double Dutch or is it, you know, are they turning inward or are they turning, you know, our bro, it's still double Dutch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You yeah. know, so. But what about you, Blair? Well, if somebody gave you a mic and said, tell the world what needs to be done so this can change, what would. I mean, me, I stick I stick to the same answer. It's, it's about the media presence. It's like, uh, give us, give us uh, an open mic more to be honest and how we have to express with each other. Um, like, I feel a lot of the stuff I see on TV is chosen and picked to be on TV and everything that is said is selected. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you have to give a you have to give us the platform to be unapologetically us and not be afraid of what comes out and not be afraid of the messaging that we're extending to everybody else. If you're going to talk about that and then on top of that reparation, bro, we need some money. Economic justice. Economic. Ain't no social justice without economic justice. You know what? Here's a quick. I don't, I don't know if we, we got time. No, go I just had a quick question. Yeah. Just so, okay. So if we did that, yeah. um, does that create some kind of polarity? Like okay, because wait, if you said like what exactly you talking uh, about? Like like I'm sorry. The when, the media? You said yeah. When you said that that we need a greater voice. Yeah. Black people need need a greater voice to be ourselves. Right. Uh, okay, so let's say that we have that platform to have that greater voice to to be ourselves. Does that change the way non-white, uh, uh, non-black people look at us? It can, but overall, it, it, it's not right. So we're so so mm -hmm. now we're just going to have you know you know these these, these two, you know, you know, different views. You know, like two opposite sides. You know, the football fields, you know, where one is standing on that side saying, well, this is what we think about you. And then we're on this side of the football field going, well, this is what we think about ourselves. Mm -hmm. and, and never the twain shall meet. You know, right. it's just like, you know, so I'm not even sure. I mean, this is just no. you and me just kicking. I'm not even sure if 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 having a greater platform is going to solve the problem. It, it, it might not, but it has to start somewhere. That's That's just the way I see it. I'm not. Yeah, I can see it as like somewhere 10 years down the road, but. In the in the process of all of that, it has to start somewhere, and and I think by us speaking and us being able to relay messages to each other, that's a good starting point because I can't think of any other logical. I think it's needed. It's, it's, it's I'm definitely, definitely needed. I'm actually shocked because I would think that you would be the optimistic one, and I would think you would be the pessimistic <laughs> one. So I'm kind of like I'm kind of shocked right now. Not I mean it's cool. Like I'm just like like what's going on? Like yeah, two different yeah. answers. Like wow. But let me let me just say like to your point, yeah. um, I'm in agreement with. I, I think we need way more control of our media, uh, of what we present to the world, right. which is which is one of the reasons I know for a fact me and you decided to get more heavy in the game when it came to acting, writing the plays, yeah. being in certain plays because we know that it's not easy to get a play that really speaks for us mm -hmm. and to us. Mm -hmm. we, we know that for a fact. Right. So. But at the same time, I'm not sure if I'm like I take part of what you're saying. I feel like we have to speak. We have to make sure that we know first. Okay, okay. I think we have to like address knowledge yourself in kind. I feel you on that. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah, I, I definitely think I, that's foundational and that's missing. I, I would speak kind of like when I'm, I'm a lot of you not. I would picture it like if I had a mic, I could talk to the world. I'm doing like I would do like I'm doing my blog. Right. I'm writing more or less like what a lot of us feel every day, what we go through every day, what we want to say, we don't say, all that stuff, our history. I'll be speaking primarily to us, but other people will be listening. Right. Other people will be listening. But, and, and I think that will improve our image, but I'm with you to an extent. I, because at the end of the day, and I kind of like ended my my blog like this, I'm going to kind of end it here too. Mm -hmm. and, and it's funny, it wasn't even planned with, planned with both of y'all saying, but it's kind of like bringing to end with them how my blog ended. I don't think at the end of the day we could do whatever we 
are supposed to do and nothing will really change. And if it changes, if it does change, it's only going to go so far. So it's crazy that y'all kind of both sat when I'm thinking and kind of how my blog ended. Mm -hmm. Because unless we do everything perfectly like everybody wants, we're still going to go through the, I feel like we're still going to do the same thing. Right. It'll be less. Right. It'll be less. I would agree it would be less. But I, I agree it will never go away. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like, the joke of my blog too because mm -hmm. I write into you saying like <laughs> right, right, right. like how y'all view us how is how it, it really is for us mm -hmm. and I'm actually kind of giving suggestions in there a little bit yeah, giving examples yeah, like when yeah. I brought in the football coaches who went to the Super Bowl who was going to playoffs but still got fired right. yeah. I brought that in to say but guess what because they can still take you all, they might not win it but they can take you to the promised land and you still want to say not good enough. Exactly. And I'll hire a coach that's less qualified than yeah. you to yeah. replace you. Yeah. So it 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 was a it definitely was a way to bring bring this to a closing. It definitely was a way to bring it to the closing. And and um I want to thank both of y'all for being here. No doubt. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Yeah, of course. Uh it was great. It was great. I enjoyed it. Thanks, thanks, man. Yeah. Nah, this was dope. Appreciate you. Appreciate it. It, it, mean, it means a lot to me, especially being it's my first recorded one. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I, I had I had another one recorded and I gotta take the L um since I'm not so savvy with technology. Um I gotta shout out Miss Jones for working with me about three times and still we couldn't get it together. So that technically was my first one. This is gonna be my first like actual one mm -hmm. that's gonna probably uh get put out there. Um, so it's definitely special. I appreciate it. Thank both of you. Thank you, and, thank you for having me. And I yes, think I approve what you. I said at the beginning about your character, how you think, mm -hmm. how you think, how we're all different. And at the end, I think it was just perfect how it came together. Like, we might not have seen eye to eye, but at the end of the day, we, we all said the same thing. Like, we both acknowledged what's there. We might have different ways of looking at it, but at the end of the day, we pretty much know, like, what it is. And you know this discussion is going to continue with us when the cameras stop rolling. Yes. <laughs> and it has to. If, if not in this studio space, <laughs> you know, because, you know, because, you know, Noble, our gracious uh, uh, host, he may be saying, well, you know, you don't got to leave New Jersey, but you got to get out of here. <laughs> but it's one of those conversations where, you know, the camera start rolling. It's, it's, it's still going to be going. Nah, beyond it's the necessary. Beyond, if I had longer money, we'd be behind the scenes. We'd be behind the scenes. But Noble, man, he he a millionaire. So, you know. Behind the scenes is coming. Don't, he, don't even trip. He get quality. He get quality. So, you know. Shout out to Noble. Yeah. Uh, sure. But, um, so, yeah. Thank you. So, um. Soon it will be Black People Must Be Perfect Part Two. That's my other blog. Hopefully, I can go back and get my first blog. Um, I forgot the name of my first blog. Oh mm. man! Wow, it's all good. We it's mine that. though. <laughs> Focus on reparations. Um, so hopefully, I get back. I get that eventually on video. Um, but like I said, go to my blog site, Black in America, the place that I see with the K in America .com. My name is Jonathan. Jonathan T. And uh. Follow me on Instagram. It's nothing nine. It's nothing nine on Instagram. And I'm also on Twitter, JTrav9. So feel free to follow me and I'll definitely follow you back. And uh, also, also, yes, I'm also putting together my YouTube channel. So you're going to catch uh, several of my uh, audio and video sessions on uh, YouTube as well. And when I get that channel set up, I'll also put that address on social media so you can follow. All right. Thank you for joining and please follow next time.